Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. It's Room 104. It's Cormac and Saoirse here. You can get in touch at 87 104 and to kind of change up your Monday, how's your sex life going? Because there's a, a wide variety of obviously problems that come into the way, especially maybe if you're single or in other situations where you're separated from your other half and you can't see them because of the current measures that we're in. But someone is, is trying to keep the spark going, whether you're on your own or in a couple. And she joins us now to talk about her yoga classes, in particular her tantric yoga classes often focus around things like orgasms, which which are bold and we're not allowed to talk about. Uh, Jenny Keane, how are you? <laughs> I'm good, how are you? Jesus, yeah, we're not, not allowed to talk about that, we're not going to be able to talk about too much well, tonight. And that's the end of the interview, Jenny, thanks for popping on now. <laughs> back to a decade of the rosaries now and we're the talking, angels and we'll get back to normal programming. Yeah, exactly. We're talking old Catholic Ireland where we're like, you do not have sex before marriage and you just have it to have kids and that's it. I'm sitting in my communion outfit as we speak right now so it's okay <laughs> what exactly do you do um i teach i teach yoga and um i teach tantra yoga which is a particular style of yoga and now just to make it clear okay tantra yoga does not mean sex <laughs> but um it, it has a huge there there is a sexual part to the tantric yoga practice and it's very similar the actual yoga practice is actually very energetic and moves a lot around the subtle body and, and things like the chakras so it would be all the hocus pocus stuff that people are like oh jeez the hippy dippy uh, <laughs> yoga stuff you know and then what I teach on top of that is what I call holistic sex ed which is really looking at sex education but from a very holistic point of view so it takes in kind of like the full composition of the body so your circumstances what's happening physically in your life emotionally mentally and all of this and then we look at that you know so it's great fun and at the moment I'm doing um, which is why you called the orgasm online uh, workshops so these are workshops I've been doing actually since 2016 and obviously like when I first started it was very hush hush you know and I had like 11 women in a little room you know and we're all talking about orgasms and sex and all that kind of stuff and how to have uh, more pleasure you know since COVID happened and um, there's been a real kickoff and like in the last month I have I've, I have nearly a thousand women after doing the course now um, and it's, it's going very well we're causing a riot in, in Ireland <laughs> Uh, you've had a thousand people take the online course. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I suppose in, in a weird way, it might be a little bit more comfortable for someone to do it from home because maybe they mightn't feel as awkward going to, as I said, I don't know where you're doing them, in some back alley somewhere where there's a secret <laughs> knock into an underground yoga club that you're running for this. But um, yeah, yeah. maybe that's it. <laughs> 
Yeah, oh, it, it makes it it makes it much more accessible to people, you know, because I think a lot of people see this and they're like, Jesus, is, is this woman going to be in the middle of the room naked, like touching herself <laughs> and sticking her fingers up her hole, you know? And whereas at least online, if they're like, if they have these questions, you know, at least in the meetings, you know, in the Zoom meetings, yeah. it's always like, well, if it gets too much, I can always leave, you know? And then, you know, two minutes into it, I think they realise that, okay, no, this is actually just going to be a lot of fun, you know? And it is. <laughs> Do you know what is so interesting? I have a friend who has gone to one of your courses and absolutely loved it. But among my friends, I remember sitting around talking about this before and a lot of them said, I've never actually had an orgasm, which mm. I found bizarre because the only reason I would have sex is because I can. And, you know, that's kind of in my head. You wait till you reach orgasm and then you're like, OK, that was great. Thanks, Emil. I'm going. Oh, Whereas I know why it. would you do it otherwise? <laughs> Well, because we, we think we have to, you know, there's like this a huge thing on society and culture that puts on us. But it's so common, actually, for people, for women not to know and um, like to say that they've never had an orgasm or not know if they've had an orgasm. And this is because, you know, what's portrayed um, even in the media, you know, and look, look at the magazines. They talk about like the big O and it's like whenever I read this, I was always like, which one are they talking about? And why are they only talking about one? Because there's many different types of orgasms, you know, and it's the first thing is about this is why I'm really big on like I really believe education is the key to unlocking your kind of infinite potential for pleasure and and your what I call erotic intelligence because it breaks down the barriers that your mind has around what sex is and so most of the time you know we have this kind of goal orientation around sex that you know sex is just to reach the orgasm you know and once one person reaches it then boom that's it you know generally it's the man that reaches it first like it's like ejaculation that's it it's over now he's asleep and you're like oh, what am I going to do now and it's more about like it's you know intimacy and, and pleasure has become more about this thing of getting the job done and efficiency more than it is about connection and it's more about performance and pleasure and it's more about what you accomplish more than what you appreciate and so what everything in everything that I do my my what I'm trying to teach is like how do we put pleasure and curiosity and exploration and imagination at the center again because these are the things that really that really bring uh, your sex life and your and not just your sex life but your life in general it is kind of spark of aliveness that like you know um, moves through us you know and really this is what this is what we want in our life you know because ultimately we're sexual sensual beings and this is a fundamental expression of the human spirit and when I say this it really like this is like how we move through the world you know we take the world in through our senses we receive the world you know through our senses like smell sight touch all that kind of stuff and it's about really allowing all of that stuff to really penetrate you and that's where it moves from let's say sex education to tantra yoga because tantra yoga is life is about like can you let life penetrates you where literally you're making love to life all of the time that's like the high level of it you know <laughs> so um let's say before the lockdown and you were having these kind of workshops and these tantra yoga classes what do they look like like what are you what are you covering and what are you doing oh uh, well it's, it's actually very similar to the, the stuff that we're doing online it, it, it's pretty much the same format only obviously like in person it would have been you know we would have all been in a circle there would be a lot more kind of Obviously, uh, way less women. I could only fit a maximum 22 women mm. in the room, you know. We talk about, so first of all, it's about looking at, like, your sexual beliefs and, like, what are your baseline sexual beliefs? So, like, is shame there? How do you engage with other people? How do you engage with your own sexuality? Like, if I was to say anal sex, what's your initial reaction? Because some people, generally what we'll have is, like, this initial 
kind of like, you know, expansion or contraction. And you'd either be like, oh, Jesus, like she just said anal and said sex at the same time. And there's this kind of a, a fear or a contraction around it um, or a feeling of like you can't breathe now, you know, or else there's a feeling of like, ooh, that's, that's interesting. Maybe I'll think about, more about that later. And then you'll be able to look at like what your sexual belief is in all that, you know. So whether you're, you have this sexual kind of curiosity and exploration and openness or whether there's a feeling of like shame and unworthiness is a really big thing that comes up, especially with women, you know. And, and when I talk about all this kind of stuff, it's like a movement towards not just about your sexuality, it's about moving people toward pleasure because you know ultimately when you take pleasure as a practice and self-pleasure and and that is even masturbation you know it is a deep meditation on self-love and when so many of us are are afflicted and kind of burdened with this kind of self-loathing and bad body image and shame about our body and confusion about our bodily functions and even confusion about what sex and pleasure is taking pleasure taking self-pleasure as a practice can be this incredible um, an intense love affair with yourself, you know, and it doesn't just it doesn't just change your sex life. This kind of a practice it changes your entire life because it gives you energy to take risks, you know, in work, in love, in life uh, as well. And it's also as well, I mean, deeply important for our health, you know, which I don't think gets enough of a spotlight when it comes to this, you know, because whenever whenever we have a pleasurable experience, there are huge physical consequences and uh, this is really what I move people towards but they really believe you know that like I mean not just orgasm but to live a pleasurable life is to kind of live a healthy vibrant life that is full of energy and um, and passion and enthusiasm and all the good stuff that we want you know and we just have to kind of reduce the shame around us you know <laughs> and the secrecy and get people talking, you know, because this is really where, you know, I really believe that passion sparks other passion and curiosity ignites curiosity. And so I really believe that this is like what this is all about, you know, that we're all here to inspire each other. And ultimately, we're all here on account of pleasure, you know, like even you, you know, that somewhere, you know, long ago, and I won't say long, long ago, because it'll tell us how old everybody is, you know, hmm. but like one day, you know, years and years ago, someone had a desire and that desire led to an orgasm and hopefully it was more than one orgasm and that orgasm led to you, you know, so we're all here on account of this, but if you look around, like most of us don't live, like we are the stuff the pleasure is made of, you know, this is what I'm trying to teach. Like, could you imagine if you lived like that, if you walked through the world like this? And I really believe that it's about turning people's attention towards pleasure. And um, so it's not just about like, I mean, there's, there's a long uh, answer to your question, but it's not just about, it's not just about the physical stuff that's happening and the biochemistry of, of bliss, essentially what we talk about and looking at, you know, what are the gateways to pleasure in your own body where are they? How do you access them? But it's also looking at, you know, can you program yourself to really give yourself the permission to receive pleasure? Completely ignorant here and blind to what goes on. But does anyone like orgasm in your classes or is that are you just doing the theory no, and the practice no, no, at no. home? Yeah, yeah. So so what it is is, uh, yeah, on my pants stay on the whole climb, Cormac. <laughs> <laughs> so don't worry. Um <laughs> But uh, no, this is the theory. So the, the workshop is really like what I what I say is that this kind of comprehensive and progressive sex education that we never got in school. So this is all the theory, and it's fun, you know, because it's like sexy theory, you know, and uh, and it's to give it's to, again, it's to 
spark people's curiosity, uh, to get them excited and get them to begin their own kind of exploration themselves. And at the end of the class, like I, I give them a couple of practices. And at the end of the class, we do like a yoga, a, yo- a little yoga practice, only half an hour, you know, but it helps to ignite sexual energy in the pelvic area. I have a teacher who calls the dead seven inches, you know, because nobody thinks about it until there's a problem. So women, you know, if they have issues with their menstruation or when they get pregnant, you know, this is when we start to think about, you know, our womb space. But until then, uh, we don't really consider it, you know, until there's actually a problem. Mm. It's about, yeah, bringing people's attention towards that. I was saying earlier on about like a lot of girls say they can't orgasm. Do you believe that people can't orgasm or do you think they just don't know? They haven't delved enough into this area. So I believe that pleasure is available to absolutely everybody. And I believe that no matter where you are, whether it's you've never experienced an orgasm or you already believe yourself to be multi-orgasmic, that pleasure is constantly expanding and that it is available to everybody. Like we all have the same bits and pieces, you know, our bodies work the same way. And so if someone is having an orgasm and you're not, there's just a disconnect there. And so this practice, you know, the the workshop is really an invitation to to kind of say, oh, oh God, there maybe there is a disconnect here. How do I connect? And I think what's really what's been really beautiful to me because I mean, you might know yourself, Sarah. Like as a woman, you go through. There's so many times in your life where you go through. Um, moments where you are disconnected you know we become bogged down at work like something like this happens a crisis happens change disrupts our life and we become different and sometimes disconnected in the process maybe we experience a sexual trauma and then there's a disconnect or maybe we experience pain for whatever reason or maybe we just had a baby you know and and our attention is on raising a child now and so then there's another disconnect and so we disconnect for many many different reasons and for me it's always been a great comfort to know that I'm when Whenever I've been disconnected, it's always possible to return. And it's about then kind of, you know, sometimes you need a little kick up the arse, you know, about like getting yourself to the place because it's scary, isn't it? You know, like when you realize this, it's scary. So it's like about pushing yourself sometimes. I, you know, people say it all the time, leaning into what's uncomfortable. I mean, you know, in the workshops, like it's all about, you know, pleasure and about fun. But generally when people book in, there's just a huge amount of nervousness going, Jesus Christ, what's going to happen, you know? And there's the, and she's saying this is life changing. Who am I going to be at the end of it? You know, and that's scary for people, you know, but to, to ultimately recognize that pleasure is for everybody and and we all deserve it. I really, really believe this. Hang and, on there, Jenny. We were all born with an original <laughs> sin and we all deserve pain and shame <laughs> and suffering and misery. It's the Irish way. Well, that's that's one that's one expression. But, you know, in, in Tantra yoga, we're also they talk about, you know, that each of us has a has within us our own little individual piece of heaven and it's like the journey of a lifetime to discover what that is how to connect to it and then how to share it and so that's just another another kind of religion you know <laughs> it just depends on the words you paint on it you know yeah. Yeah. I prefer uh, that religion <laughs> to be honest <laughs> you go to that once a week would you go to that temple yeah. <laughs> uh, and so forth but with you that. have to take um, your pants off <laughs> 
problem. <laughs> um, Jenny, we won't, won't obviously keep you for too much longer. We appreciate you giving up your time here this evening to talk about the, the, oh, the no, form of, of yoga that My you pleasure. do and the holistic uh, approach that you have. <laughs> um, what has been some of the feedback from some of the people who've kind of worked with you or taken your courses? Oh, I mean, the, the feedback, I mean, working with, the, working with the Irish community, you know, like the feedback is everything. It's fantastic because I've obviously been doing this work in Asia for a really, really long, long time. I've been, that's where I started doing this, you know. But when you come home to do it in Ireland, like it's just hmm. nothing like the Irish humour, you know. Like you you have like, uh, I mean, some of the comments are like, this is like the no bullshit sex education that everybody needs, you know. And like these really kind of like incredible things or, or you know, feedback like, you know, Jesus, like I'm 29 years old and I and I, I just realized my clitoris wasn't where I thought it was. Or, you know, something like, cause I talk a lot about, like, the different types of sex as well. And, you know, a lot of the times people come mess me the next morning and go, Jenny, I just had the best sex of my entire life, you know. And we even talk about anal sex. And it's like, one, one girl messed me and said, like, my partner and I just tried anal sex for the first time last night. And you were right. She goes, I think you just changed my life. It's mind-blowing, you know. And so it's just about talking about pleasure you know um, and putting it in a mainstream form because you know as much as we want the conversation to be different talking about sex it, it, it isn't anything it isn't different than anything else you know and I think like we're all brought up you know <clears throat> um, to have like good manners and and a good work ethic and a, and a good sense of responsibility but no one ever teaches us you know how to um, how to behave well in bed and so where do you go for that generally people go to porn and they're seeing a very particular type of sexual engagement which is really all about the performance you know and you have people like what standing on their heads and you know riding a horse and all that kind of stuff like you'll have mad things and you think Jesus Christ like how do I relate to that and so it's really about destigmatizing sex and putting it into the mainstream where it should be you know where it really should be so that we learn that you know good sex isn't just about the mechanics about everything else it's about pleasure it's about connection it's about communication you know <laughs> and I mean look at the sex that we had like I mean yeah, we didn't we go to the school. same school like <laughs> oh my god like I remember it was like one of the last nuns in the school came in to give us a, a sex ed talk in when I was in second year and like I, I remember like the, I literally had, like remember like sort of what little I saw but like some like a little camera went into like the like it's a chap's eye basically and we saw what seminal fluid looked like when it's coming rushing past the tiny camera and I'm just thinking that's in his penis and I was like oh my god this is disgusting and so you're made to fear like you're made to fear sex is like sex education is about the risk factor you know and you learn all about like the STIs you can get and the diseases you can get and then you learn about the risk factor of pregnancy but then when you actually get pregnant there so like you probably know this with some of your friends everyone goes like Jesus what the hell do I do now like do I have to stop exercising do I need to take supplements and you kind of like lose your head a little bit you know and it's like why aren't we taught this in school? Like, you know, the practical things that we need to know in terms of, of, of sex, you know, like we're going to engage in this for the rest of our lives. You know, being a sexual being is something that never, ever well, leaves Unless us, you're married. You know? <laughs> well, it shouldn't. If there's something wrong, Cormac, if there's something wrong, if you're, uh, you know, there's some, that's again, it's just showing a disconnect. I said this once I was on a podcast, you know, and like I said, like, you know, something to look at, like if you are stroking your phone at nighttime, um, more than you are stroking the person next to you, then that is some, there's 
that's saying something, you know, have a look at that. Uh, like yeah. put the phone down and, and it's hard. You know, I'm not saying that it's easy. It's very difficult because you're, you're instigating like very vulnerable spaces, you know, uh, you're opening up to like really vulnerable communication. But it's about, again, educating yourself, like what are the questions to ask? How do I even start this conversation? Mm. And that's just, that information is out there. You know, if you speak it, you know, it's incredible. Well, I leave you with two books so you can do some further, one for Saoirse and one for you, Cormac. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Saoirse, Come As You Are. This is a book that every woman should read. It's by Emily uh, Nagoski, I think her name is. And for men, oh, this is an incredible book. Okay. She Comes First. It's by Ian Kerner, I think. And uh, it's incredible. He talks all about like how to give really good oral. Um, and also women should read that book as well. I read that book. It was absolutely amazing. I was like, this is fascinating. <laughs> uh, those two down on the uh, the reading list. And um, do you have uh, an Instagram or a Facebook page where, or where you're offering yeah, you know, the courses? Everything, everything is on Instagram. I'm only on Instagram to limit my social media use. So it's like at hello Jenny Keane. Okay. K-E-A-N-E. At hello, Jenny Green. Listen, thanks a million for popping on. Very best of luck Thank with you your uh, courses in future. And we'll chat you again soon. Oh, brilliant. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, folks. I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast. And this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.